Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Kelly Commandor, president and CEO of K2 Creative, a content marketing and branding agency and creator of the book 21, that's W-O-N, 21 female entrepreneurs share their stories of business resilience during a global crisis. Kelly, it's great to have you on the show. Jeremy, thank you so much. This is such an honor to be here. This is this is great. Well, thank you. Now, let's get into the book. There are obviously tons of books out there about business and entrepreneurs. So what prompted the idea for this particular book? This idea started in October of 2020, whenever I was in a coaching session with a good friend of mine who was in training to be a business coach. And we were talking about my future, five years down the road, 10 years down the road. What would I be doing? What what would my business look like at that time? And we had done an exercise where I had to give myself a gift. It was to me, from me. And I chose to give myself a book that I had written. Excuse me. And um, Renee said to me, why is that five or 10 years from now? Why, Why not now? And I said, my gosh, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. We're on lockdown. I just started a business you know, I don't have time to write a book. And she suggested an anthology because yes, it's a lot of management, you know, getting the people together, making sure that everything's on time, things like that. But the writing portion of it would be a lot less responsibility for me because I would have other people contributing chapters. So the night before Thanksgiving, it hit me that I could find 20 other women who would be willing to share their story of how they were successful that year. And contribute a chapter. Some of them were already authors, which was great because they already had the experience of writing. And for some of the women, it was the first time they ever wrote something professional to be published. And and we did it. We pumped it out, started in, like I said, October and the book published April of 2021. We did it in six months. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you think that the book contributes to the larger conversation about being an entrepreneur and starting a business? It's the resilience. It's, you know, the reason that I chose all females to be in the book was because I was very active on social media. I was very active in a local networking group here to Pittsburgh. And I realized that women were literally just doing everything and just do, you know, day-to-day things. They were doing homeschooling with their kids. I mean, you know, my kids are grown and out of the house, but I had a friend who is in the book who has three school-age kids who were all arguing over what, where they're going to sit, you know, arguing over bandwidth as far as the the Wi-Fi goes to be able to make sure that they're getting their schoolwork done. And, um, excuse me, they, um, you know, just talking to the different women that I knew, friends of mine and acquaintances and seeing what they were doing, they were growing their own businesses and starting their own businesses while being teachers and nurses and chauffeurs and the whole nine yards. And I thought, you know, I have really great relationships with my female friends. They would be the easiest people to find who would want to do this. Really cool. Now, you, so your story is part of the book, right? You're a contributing writer Mm -hmm. to the book. Um, What did you learn from this process in helping to put the book together and, and being a creator of it? What did you learn from all the other women whose stories are told in the book about about business? I learned a lot because 
I had only been in business myself for a few months. I started my business in June of 2020. So anything that anybody turned in, I was just devouring the stories because, you know, the outline that we gave was introduce yourself, introduce your business, what you do for a living. Talk about everything that you've done in your business and the time that you've owned it. And then we kind of did like a return, return on the document. And then we wrote, then COVID. And tell us about how you're surviving and what you did during COVID. And then at the end, we asked everybody to give some takeaways. So every chapter has takeaways, whether it's three or 10 or a dozen. Every woman that wrote a chapter in the book tells us something that they feel is important for us to know and to follow and to kind of live our businesses by. And every single chapter, everyone that I read, I got a pointer, something that I should be doing to make sure that my business thrives and survives. So for example, for example, I know that networking is very important. That's how I found the 21 women, the 20 other women was through my network and through people that I knew and that I had met through networking events, past jobs, things like that. Many of the women talk about how important it is to keep your tribe, (laughs) you know, to make sure that you have your village of people who are behind you. And that's not just women, it's women and men, it's friends, it's family, it's business contacts. So that's, that is a really important thing to make sure that you have a team of people behind you to not only support you, but to promote you too, to make sure that they're out there talking about what you do and connecting you with other people to expand your business. That was one of the really important ones. Um, That one and probably, it's probably organization. A lot of the women are very hyper-organized. And if I think if you don't have a schedule and a calendar and organizational things that you're never going to, you're never going to succeed because you're all over the place. I'm a list maker. And some of the other women are list makers as well, which is nice because they understand that feeling of crossing something off of a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course, those are really important lessons, whether before the pandemic, during the pandemic, they'll be relevant after, after the pandemic, of course. You know, in some ways, it would seem like starting a business during a global pandemic would be like the craziest possible time to do that. Maybe, you know, one of the worst times. But thinking about the book made me wonder, are there ways in which maybe starting a business during the pandemic has distinct advantages? What do you think? Yeah, I have a really hard time telling people that the pandemic benefited me professionally. Um you know, it's not easy to say with all the devastation, the loss and things like that, that my career actually got better because of the pandemic, but it truly did. I would have never had the guts or the ability to quit any other position that I held to stay home and concentrate on creating a business. So that's, I think, one of the most important things first and foremost. But as far as starting a business during the pandemic, I think it makes you focus more on what people need as opposed to being everything to everyone. You know, the first little business plan that I wrote, I was doing like 15 things for people. You know, I broke marketing down into a bunch of different things. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And then I looked at it after a while and I'm like, this is too much stuff. I need to really hone in on what I'm good at and what I love to do. And just talking to people, I realized what people needed. People needed to tell their story during the pandemic because they needed to stand out even more against their competition. They needed to get recognition because people weren't out in public. You know, anybody who had a storefront 
was not getting customers coming in, anybody who really made new connections through networking, they weren't out there networking to meet new people. So they needed to tell a story, whether it was through social media, blogs, their websites. And I spent a lot of time recreating website content for people who needed to really explain what they did and how they did it. And um, ghostwriting blogs was another really great resource that I provided for people too. Some of the industries were tough because I didn't know them that well. So I learned about engineering, (laughs) which is something I don't really know much about. But it was that importance of making sure people's stories were told. And, you know, the tagline 4K2 Creative is make your message matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe it comes down to the idea that crisis often breeds opportunity or within crisis lies opportunity. And if you're if you're willing to look for it and, and act on it. There it is. A lot of opportunities to help people and do new things and challenge orthodoxies, things like that. Yeah. So now this podcast, of course, is all about audience engagement, and you're an expert on that. You run a marketing agency. So let's talk about how you marketed the book. Now, I noticed on Amazon when I looked the other day that it's gotten uh, a lot of good feedback. I think it has at least 50 reviews, very positive reviews. And which is really good, uh, especially for, um, you know, kind of a, a small book mm-hmm. created by someone who's not like a known name in the in, in the book world, you know. So what sorts of strategies and techniques that you use to help your clients did you use to get the word out about the book and to connect with people? It's, it's all around the bestseller campaign. You have to have a plan. You have to have a a series of emails that you send out to your contacts and people who are signed up for your newsletter. I made sure I mentioned it a lot in my blog. I made sure that most of my social media posts were around the book and having 20 other women to help me was another, you know, really great benefits because everybody wanted the book to be successful. Mm -hmm. So as far as getting advanced praise for the book, you know, how you send the book out ahead of time, you have a few people read it and then write why people should have the book, why they should read it. Because that goes, some of them are on the back cover, some of them are on the inside of the book. And we found some women who were really supportive to not only read the book and give us advanced praise, but to also help us promote it. So that was a bonus too. Um, you know, making sure that no matter who I talked to under any circumstance, they knew that this book was coming out April 21st. And um, we also had, you know, 20 other women who were able to say, you know what, this is the digital download day. You can get the digital download through Amazon or you can order the paperback copy. It'll take a couple of days to get there. But as soon as you read it, please get back on and give us a review. And I really do think that most most of the women in the book did push friends and family to take 10 minutes to write a review and submit it and get it up on Amazon. And we had hit three bestseller categories on the day the book launched. And then the most important one to me was women in business. And we got to number 10 on that. So to me, that's still a win. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a huge win for sure. Yeah. Who was your ideal audience for the book? You know, it's funny because a lot of people have said things like, oh, you know, I'll read this, but my husband won't. Or, you know, I'll read this, but my brother wouldn't have an interest in it. And it's not just for women. It's for entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs. I think that this book is really helpful for people who are thinking about doing exactly what I did. They are 
in a job that maybe isn't a good fit. Maybe they bounced around for a few years after they had spent a decade in one position and learned a lot about business, learned a lot about themselves, and they're just afraid to take that step. There's women in the book who have full-time jobs and run two small businesses on the side. There's just so much support there. And at the end of every chapter, we have a page with everybody's headshot. And then it also has all of our contact information. And every single one of us wants people to reach out to us and talk to us, send us an email or hop on our Facebook page and send us a private message and just ask us questions. We We've been there. We've been the fearful person who doesn't know if starting this business is going to work out or not. And, you know, nobody knows what the future holds. Some of us may not be in business in five years or 10 years. I I hope that's not the case. But I just feel that the support in the book and the lessons that we learn, that we share with others could really, truly help somebody get on the path to entrepreneurship. Or maybe if someone's stuck, and maybe thinking about shutting down their business or you know, you know, not continuing. I think there's so many positive things in the book that we might be able to help someone through that. That's awesome. Have you been hearing from people? I have. Yeah. Not as much as I expected. Um, Cause you know, you put something out there and you just think everybody's going to love it and everybody's going to read it. But collectively between the 21 of us, I want to say that we've all talked to probably at least two dozen people Um, there's a few people, um, myself included, who have got clients through the book. People have read the book or at least read a few of the chapters and contacted me or somebody else in the book and said, Hey, I'm interested in talking about working with you. So that's another bonus too. You know, it's a marketing piece for each one of us to use to not only market ourselves, but our businesses too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So final question. Now we're hopefully at the tail end of this pandemic. So, and I, I asked you about this before, but I think I, it's, it's good to revisit it because this is kind of a good place to end the interview. So what business lessons have you learned during COVID that you're going to carry forward with you as your business continues to grow? Oh boy, Jeremy, let me think here. I think the most important thing, and I'm going to go back to something I already mentioned too, is to keep that strong network. When COVID first hit and I was laid off from the position that I had before I started my own business, I had gone through two business card binders that I had collected over the years of business cards. And there were a few people that I had kind of lost touch with. And I reached out to them, real simple email. Hey, how are you? How are you holding up? What's happening in your world? And I did. I told them I was laid off. You know, I was waiting to see what was going to happen, if I was going to get called back, if I was going to look for something else. And I kept that door open of, you know what I do? If you hear anything, let me know. And it's funny because one of the gentlemen actually came on as a client and I'm rewriting his website material now. So, you know, I think that just keeping that network strong and just remembering that you're not the only one that's in this situation, reach out to other people for support because everybody needs a helping hand and everybody needs to know they're not the only one that's having something like this happen to them. And I just think it's strength in numbers. It's just, it's, you know, creating your village and your tribe and making sure that you have the support that that you need. Great, great advice. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Jeremy. This was great. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. 
You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.